I can hear it all. Double Dungeon Radio Show. Double Dungeon Radio Show. It's Double Dungeon. This is episode 50. Officially Wait, 50. This one? This one. Okay. I actually looked it up. This is our 50th official Double Dungeon. Oh, wow. That's exciting. Not including the ones that we were recording every day. Yeah. So Congrats. Right. Happy uh, pew, 50th. Pew, pew, pew. Happy 50th. Pew, pew, pew. Um, wow. Yeah. So that's good, I guess, right? Yeah. Right? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think. It's been, oh, what's the date today? Sorry. It is, it is... Uh, Wednesday, November 3rd, 2021. Um, yeah. My birthday is soon. I'm turning 40 this year. Coming up. It's coming up. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I called grandma today and told her I was turning 40 this month. And she said, later in the conversation, she said, well, you'll be 30 soon. And I was like, wait a second. Wait a minute. <laughs> in your heart. Yeah. So. Howdy. Yeah. Oh, I, I just remembered something that I wanted to talk about okay. before we get on with the actual show. I wanted to, this is yet another in memoriam episode dedication, sadly, because I found out that one of our regulars at work Oh, passed yeah. away this is it's been a while since we recorded yeah it's been almost a full month um it was very very sad and all i'm gonna say about it really is that i'm very sad because he was a very nice guy but i'm also just completely done talking about people talking about vaccination with people and arguing about it yeah i'm just over it because it's costing people a lot there were a lot of crying people at his uh reception i don't know what it was it was, it was a party not really a party what would you call that? Uh, memorial. Memorial. Yeah, memorial service. There were a lot of crying people who were just very upset. So, yeah. You know, so unexpected. Very bad. Howdy. Yes. Let's do some hot takes. <laughs> we're changing our last name as a Wait, couple. We are? We're, like, yeah, we're, we're both done. changing we're our individual last names? or No, we're, we're going to have one new last name going forward. Okay, so your last name? or No, we're changing okay. our last name. So what? So I was reading an article uh, about a <laughs> an actor that is in, uh, none of this matters, but an actor okay. that's in this TV show. I thought it was ER, but it's not. The person is in Grey's Anatomy, and the actor's name is E-R, no periods, which is weird, E-R Fightmaster. So we're what? changing we're changing our last name to Fightmaster. Well, I didn't you, know this was can. an option. <laughs> Nobody gave me this option of picking Fightmaster. <laughs> Obviously, I would have picked that if I could pick the last name. I wouldn't pick that. So people might try to pick a fight with me. Why would you pick a fight with the Fightmaster? To challenge someone who's no. You know, Nobody's picking a fight, fight with the Fightmaster. Nobody's picking a fight. I just with wouldn't the fight even master. risk it. So we're we're changing our last name. So you'll <laughs> if you you're gonna mail us Christmas cards, make sure you get our new last name on there. Thank you. Respect our wishes. <laughs> um, I've got a lot of topics. This hot takes. I guess it's been three weeks since we last recorded. So this is a king size fiftieth <laughs> bonus hot takes. Wow. Uh, hot take. Archistratus, the bookstore yeah. in our neighborhood, has a dollar bin of books out front. Okay. Hot take. Uh, they just need to throw away all of the frugal gourmet books. They don't try and sell. It. Don't get your dollar back from that. Just throw them away. Nobody needs to be re reading or remembering the Frugal Gourmet 
the guy that was molesting people. Just get rid of him. It's real bad. Yeah, I didn't even know what your reference was until you told me earlier this month. Yeah, just get rid of him. Just uh, throw him in the trash. Just be done with him. And also, you know what? His recipes weren't even that good. I'm really? just telling you. Yeah, I know some of his recipes. I mean, I've, I've read them online. They're not that good. He's not. A, he wasn't a great chef. So just get rid of him. Hot take. This is one that you are also passionate about. Okay. <laughs> Hot take. If you own rabbits, do not... Walk your rabbits in a park that has an entire multi-generational family of hawks living in the park. They were very cute rabbits. They were so cute. But they were like running around on a big pile of dirt. Right it was under, adorable. Right under where the hawks hang out. It was like the most ill-advised thing I'd seen in a while. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was something. They were adorable, but they're like, you're like, oh, your children are there and they're going to see the hawk like taking away the rabbit. It's going to be very sad. <laughs> <laughs> hot take the store in queens that is called lot less needs to change its slogan or at least not have its slogan advertised on the side of the building so lot less in queens has a big sign with their slogan on it and their slogan is shopping is an addiction become addicted that's it's pretty pretty harsh <laughs> and it's like a dollar store why would you, why would you be addicted, addicted to shopping at the, the dollar store uh, maybe like bad. all of their makeup or all of their snack items all of their dollar store yeah. halloween decorations yeah. actually i would probably go look at that I, I, I couldn't find any halloween decorations this Become year addicted like even the dollar stores didn't have much they had the christmas stuff supply already rolled chain. out like october first week of october yeah supply chain yeah. right it's that one uh, town in China that makes all the Christmas Halloween decorations stuff. or ha- Halloween. I mean, yeah. yeah. So I'm sorry. Yeah, it stinks. <laughs> Last hot take: bumper pool. Do you know what bumper pool is? Like, no, I don't. So bumper pool <laughs> is a game that is played with pool balls and pool cues, but the table is about as wide as our kitchen table here, but kind of a, a hexagonal shape. And it's got these like bumpers on there and you have to get the balls into the holes in between the bumpers to score. Okay. So bumper pool is fake and I think it's a stupid game. And the only reason it exists is to sell these stupid tables at the (laughs) billiards supply place. So if you've ever tried to play it, it's a miserable game. Really? Yeah, it's, it's awful. So... If you know anything about the history of bumper pool, please let us know if I'm wrong. Otherwise, I'm going to just go with, yeah, this Wait, game so This game was probably invented for people to have billiards in their home, but in reality, it's small. just a stupid, yeah. Okay. It's stupid, and it's not fun. And actually, yeah, now that I think about it, that. I don't even think I've ever finished a full game because it's so boring. It so, sounds boring, actually. Yeah. Adi. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have a, uh, we tried something previously, and we're going to talk about it. Now. And I say, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. I say, hey, I was doing now. So we stopped by to go visit your old coworker Chris early in the afternoon one day. Yes. Just to say hi and see how his new job was going. Yeah. And while we were there, I realized that they have at the new place that he works, uh, what is it called? Numbers? New York Lottery Numbers? Oh, um, dots? Dots. Money dots. That's Money it. dots. <laughs> so 
it's a gambling game where I've seen it before all over the country. And what it is, is it's a ticket and you say how much you want to gamble for. And then you just fill out like eight numbers, six numbers. I don't remember how many numbers, but a bunch of numbers. And then you hand it to the guy with your money and then they run it through the machine and it gives you a little printed ticket. And then you watch on the screen immediately. They do a live computerized drawing on the screen. Yeah. So I gave him $2. Well, actually, I only wanted I only wanted to do it for $1, but I accidentally checked $2 or something. I don't know. Yeah. I did something wrong. So you had once you filled it in filled in the bubble, you had to like commit to that. Yeah, you had yeah. to do $2. So uh, I owed him $2, so I gave him $2. And then he had to like go over to a separate register <laughs> and run the slip through and then it prints out my little ticket with the numbers on it that I picked and I get both slips back. And then I turned and I watched the live drawing for about 30 seconds. Oh, I forgot. He also had to take the money to a separate register, which is the New York Lottery register. Um, So he kind of was having to go back and forth just to get this done. Um, So then I (laughs) uh, watched the live drawing and uh, I ended up winning the lottery. Woo! And I won $2. So he went back (laughs) to the New York State Lottery register and pulled out the exact same two dollars I had yeah. just given and handed them back to me. You won. So it was that was an experience. Did you, you enjoy? Did you enjoy that type of gambling? Um, I only enjoyed it because you got your money back. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I, I yeah, I didn't enjoy how much work he had to put into it just for me to no. the two dollars to go behind the register for a little bit. And then but I like that we could watch the drawing. Yeah, it was funny. So yeah, <laughs> are you gonna do <laughs> it again? If you ever go no, back to visit him? definitely not. All right. Adi? Yes. Um, we are all going to die. So Aaron Rodgers has COVID now. Um, and he is out for Sunday's game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, what a disaster. What is interesting about this is that he had previously told the league representatives, I've been immunized. And apparently people are looking into it more. Apparently he's married to Shailene Woodley or dating. They're in- engaged, I think. They're engaged. Okay, so he's engaged to Shailene Woodley. Who was in- I only knew know her name because she was in a terrible film that we had to watch. Um, what was the name? One of the Divergent yeah, that series was films. Really bad, really, really bad. Um, uh, anyway, apparently they are very into alternative medical treatments. She's, she's also an anti-pipeline activist. Oh well, that's good. Um, apparently, she eats clay, which is in there. I, I <laughs> thought that was interesting. Uh, but the I article did not I know that about, about her. So apparently, he said, "I've been immunized," but did not mean to imply allegedly. That he had been vaccinated, which is completely different. But what, I mean, he had to have known so, that's what they would think. I haven't, yeah, that's exactly right. So what I have, I haven't, the, the whole story hasn't come out yet. But around the same time that he would have been telling them, I read a lot of people online saying, well, if people say, have you been vaccinated? You say, yes, I've been vaccinated. And then in reality, you're not lying because you're just talking about the vaccinations that you got as a kid. That's messed up. And they won't ask you any further. So... I have a feeling that's probably what what happened. <laughs> that's really messed up because all I mean his teammates yeah, so would he, think that he's been exactly vaccinated. he had been I guess sitting on the sideline without a mask, which is 
you know, that's the, yeah. if you're vaccinated, that's, you're allowed to not be vaccinated in the NFL, unlike the NBA. Um, you just have to follow slightly separate protocols. So, oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, you can. You but just wear a mask on the sideline, and I guess you have to test regularly. So, so he didn't even have to do this. He he could have just worn a mask and been up front, and yeah. he would have been fine. It would have been playing, not a problem. Yes, I see. So, bad job. That's fun. <laughs> I also wanted to talk about uh, the FDNY and NYPD have both been lying to us for months. Uh, the the NYPD in particular. NYPD has been saying, oh, well, if you guys force people to be vaccinated, we've got 3,000 cops that are, are going to go out on sick out. They're all going to quit. This is yeah. going to be a terrible thing. And uh, so the mandate rolled out, I think, on Monday. What day is today? Today's Wednesday. I think it was Monday. And a total of 34 police officers were put on uh, paid leave. So is that it? That's it. 34 from the article I read. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, basically, again... Just another example of the cops saying things are one way and then it ends up not being that way. Yeah. They didn't, there's no, there's no issue with the FDNY <clears throat> calling out sick. So the FDNY, they, they were doing sick, they were, there were sick outs that were happening um, and they had to, they were threatening to close 25. I didn't actually find a follow up article. They were threatening to close 25 different locations around the city because lack of staffing. Sure. Yeah. Uh, sanitation said the exact same thing. But yeah, um, sanitation is a, is a big concern because yeah. people are seeing big piles of yeah, collected noticed, trash everywhere. So this is going to go, we're going to talk more about like this. Like actually. We're going to talk more about this in the conspiracy theory <laughs> okay. section because I heard a great theory from our friend and I will share it later. Awesome. Um, but, oh, but the point is, yeah, yeah. The, um, the cops, again, it was like 34 total people. Uh, the only people that you reliably see in the subway not wearing masks is the cops. They never wear masks. It's like a, a force-wide yeah. force wide standing up. They must have received some kind of direction from their superiors not to do it. It's just annoying. I don't... Yeah, I don't know I'm what to make of it because, because I really like, don't see them with masks anywhere like, I go. Why, why Why? should we give these guys any more power or uh, over the citizens if they already think they're above the law with the stuff that we've already got? So, And that's, you know, like what Sliwa was cur- calling for, Curtis Sliwa was like, you know, make give the cops the, the power back to the... And it's like, they're not even... They can't even follow basic directions in the subway. Mm-hmm. Why would we give them any more power? So I also think it's silly because everybody uh, in the NYPD and FDNY who is against vaccination has been like hand-wringing this whole time like, oh, you know, these people are going to lose their livelihoods. And it turns out it's like 0.0002% of the population. Yeah. But meanwhile... They're, the the popular saying is, you know, that, oh, well, COVID has a 99.7% survival rate. So why do we need to get vaccinated? And it's like, well, you didn't care about that 0.2% there. Yeah, yeah. Why do I care about your 0.2%, mm. 0.02%, even fewer? So That's all messed up. It's stupid. It's just people being selfish. There's a lot of selfish people right now. Adi. Yes. The internet is completely over. So we spoke previously about the housing issues that were happening in the housing market where there would be lines of like 30 people at every house viewing. And then in the end, it would go to some mysterious anonymous bidder paying way more than market value in cash. And some we, we found out later that some of it was hedge funds buying up houses. A new uh, actor 
in this situation has been revealed that it was Zillow also. Zillow, the housing price. And what do they do? They do house find. Like, you can find the houses for sale. Yeah, and they tell you what they're going for and yeah. about the neighborhood. Yeah. And you can contact the realtor so via Zillow their site. So Zillow had secretly been buying up housing stock across the nation, paying over market value at the peak of the market for these houses, thinking that they could buy up an entire neighborhood or entire block and then... Uh, turn around and raise the prices and then just sell yeah, them all again. Make make modest renovations yep. um, and sell high. And uh, that did not happen. They bought, again, at the peak of the market. And so now they're trying to liquidate over 7,000 houses across the U.S. that they purchased for more than they were worth. Yeah. Um, because they probably found out that uh, right now is the worst time to buy a house to flip it because contractors are already busy with a ton of other f- people flipping and also people just doing house renovations. So I don't feel bad for them. I hope they go out of business. No, I, I don't I don't like the idea that they would try and cover that aspect of it yeah. either. You know, well, they also were apparently uh, the goal the was process. not just to move into the housing stock market. I mean, the stock of housing market. Um, it was also to uh, move into home loans uh, they were planning on having something like the people who bought houses that were Zillow houses. Yeah. They were expecting, I can't remember, it was something like two-thirds of them to finance with Zillow. But in reality, it was like 3% of the total oh, finance yeah. with them. So them buying high and selling for less doesn't work out if you're not getting the mortgage as well. Yeah. So, good. I hope they go out of business. Well, it's sad. I mean, these are people who work for them, but it's messed up. Adi. Our phones are killing us. So I went to go play Magic the Gathering in person for the first time. I'm making the Magic the Gathering hands, which is like water hands Uh, for the first time since COVID hit. Um, So it's been since February, I think, of last year. Um, and so I went to a store that I thought had closed, but they had not closed apparently in Queens. Um, I don't know if they bought one of the employees bought it or what happened, but it's, it's still there. So I went and, uh, I, we all got paired up for our, our event. And then he said, okay, now everybody, I need you to sign in to the event code here on the screen. And I was like, what do you, what are you talking about? And he was like, you don't have the app. I was like, no, I don't have the, I, I have, I have like 10 apps on my whole phone. I'm here for a reason. And he was like, oh, well, you got to get the app. So I had to download some Magic the Gathering companion app just to be able to play in the event. It was so annoying. I'm sorry. Stupid. Why, is, why do I yeah. need to, why does this have to be digital? They used to be able to just do it in the computer and just tell us our pairings. That's how it yeah. worked. So that's annoying. Um, I also uh, finally got around to mailing back my little tiny phone that I bought. <laughs> that I accidentally dropped on its face and it cracked. Yeah. Um, that was a huge pain in the butt. I had to go back and forth with them. And then I kept forgetting about it. And then like two months would pass. And then I would contact them again. And then I would forget about it again. So that was not good. But I finally got it shipped off. I had to pay to have it shipped back to China, which was like $17 for a little tiny phone in, in a little tiny box. Yeah, so small. Um, the address they gave me was like the craziest address I've ever heard. Here, wait, I'm going to bring up the address here. Let me see here. 
it's this is good audio me doing a google search or not a <laughs> yeah google search, but a gmail search um so the address <laughs> that i had to to ship it to receiver csd luck company hong kong shanghai may truck services limited address u2 comma ug slash f comma block b comma tung chun industrial building comma 11-13 taiyuan street comma kai chung comma nt comma hong kong like what is, how big is this city i don't know is this like an endless sprawl of industrial complex I kind of, oh, I, I mean, I forgot I wanted to look it up. Maybe, right? I, I wanted to look it up on Google Maps and see if it was just like an endless sprawl. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's like the longest. So I went to the post office. Uh, fortunately, I got there. There were only two people in line. So I got in line and got up to the guy finally. And I was like, oh, I'm mailing this to China. And he was like, oh, you got to fill out this customs form. He gave me the customs form. He said, you go fill it out over there. When you're done, you come straight back to me. You don't have to wait online. And I was like, okay, cool. So I turned around and I filled out this long form, uh, making sure that it was, you know, like a broken phone and not, I don't know what, probably something that gets taxed. Yeah. Um, so I filled it all out and then I turned around and suddenly the post office was completely full. The line was all the way out the door. Like it took me like five minutes to fill it out. So I got very lucky in that regard. Um, there were only two windows open, one of which was the guy that I was going through the other was somebody just doing package pickup mostly. So it's like, what is going on here? The post office is, they need to. Uh, that location's uh, always like that. Well, yeah. what I told is they need to get rid of the guy that has been messing with the post office, trying to get it defunded that was appointed under Trump, which he can do. I don't know why he doesn't, why Biden doesn't just get rid of him. Um, yeah, they obviously need more people in the office doing like, uh, you know, taking packages yeah. into the system. So. Um, anyway, I got it mailed off. So now it's going to be like three months, I think, before I get it back, which is annoying. But what are you going to do? So one of our favorite people to talk about, Mark Zuckerberg, announced <laughs> this week that Facebook has its new name, which yeah. is actually just going to be, it's like parent company, like how Google is actually Alphabet. Google is an aspect of Alphabet. Right. Uh, Facebook is now going to be an aspect of a new company called Meta, M-E-T-A. Um, he had this long video where he was showing off this new avatar that to me just looked like the Xbox 360 avatars. Yeah, I can see that. Um, and then later in the the week, it came out, oh, you know, this Meta is going to be excellent for business meetings. And it's like, that's the best you could come up with is, what? yeah, they, they show in the business meeting, they show basically like a Zoom call, but instead of one of the people being a camera, it was their avatar and their avatar was like doing the reactions and whatever. Why would anyone want that? And then you can have like a 3D office meeting. So there was like a, a disembodied person walking around in front of other avatars writing on a whiteboard. Do you want that? This is they they're making a an entire virtual reality thing and the best they could come up with is a way <laughs> new way to do office meetings. Like Yeah. Miserable. Well someone's gonna be ready to purchase that. I mean, I've read a lot of cyberpunk in my day and I have never once been excited by a scene that takes place in a virtual office. <laughs> like that's what are you guys doing? That's awful. So anyway. 
Are you, are you going to sign up for Facebook now that Meta's out? What? <laughs> Adi. Yes. We live in a surveillance state. <laughs> So when you go grocery shopping, if you're like me, you might try to avoid the self-checkout lines because number one, those machines stink. They stink at at like paying attention to what you're scanning. They stink because they're like weighing stuff and they're always wrong and somebody has to come help you anyway. They also stink because they're taking jobs away from actual people, physical people standing there. Mostly, I kind of hate them because I know for a fact that they're compiling the data and then sending it off in collaboration with your credit card information stored in some, uh, you know, system somewhere in the grocery store system, um, compiling a, I don't, I don't even know why they have, uh, like the club cards or whatever for groceries anymore. Everybody's paying with credit cards. You can just track it that way. Yeah. There's just give everybody the discounts all the time. I don't know. Anyway, the point is I don't usually like using self-service for all those reasons. However, we went recently to Uniqlo. Oh, yeah. And we bought a bunch of socks and underwear, which, again, their underwear is no longer my recommended underwear. Their socks are still (laughs) fine, although the socks are even wearing through faster than they used to. Um, However, the prices are fine. I accidentally bought the wrong cut of underwear for me. That was a little weird. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Anyway, so we we got all our our underwear and socks together, (laughs) and we went to go check out at the place it was busy downstairs and i was like oh well let's go upstairs there's a second register up there yeah so we went upstairs register's gone it's replaced by totally different replaced by four self-service units and i was like dang it ah whatever so yeah we we, were both ready to be disappointed we walked up to the self-service unit it said please put all of your items into the bin there's a you know it's a big white thing with a bin and then the the screen deep so it says put all your items in the bin so we said okay and then it said something like I don't know, how are you going to pay? And you clicked on credit card or whatever. And then instantly everything we had put in the bin was scanned into the screen. Yeah. Everything. I even had to like double count. I was like, what? That can't be right. It so was so fast. Yeah, that we it definitely questioned it. Instantaneously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was just like, all right, how would you like to pay? That's it. It, it took all of like 15 seconds. It was insanely easy. It was meant. It was what the kiosk was meant to do. Yes. So Whoa. if the grocery store somehow could just get it so I can just put my cart, my basket into the thing and have it all instantly scan like that, I would consider using those self-checkouts more often. Yeah, um, yeah that was a very positive experience. That was crazy. Um, and yeah, that's it. I mean, there's not even that much to tell because it was so fast and efficiently yeah. done. I've never used it where... It, I mean, I figure every uh, item must have like a little um, near-field communicator NFC chip on it or something. But I don't know. It was amazing. So Gotta find out. Very good job. Good job, Uniqlo, on being creepers and scanning everything. <laughs> Adi. Yes. We're living in hard times. Hard times. Gonna make you wanna why you even try. Hard times. Gonna take you down and left for you to cry. So, breaking news story from Wall Street Journal three weeks ago. And it wasn't really breaking news, but news story from Wall Street Journal three weeks ago. Millennials are teaming up to buy houses together. And this was viewed mm. mostly in a positive way throughout the article. It did bring up some of the, the, the possible pitfalls of the situation being teamed up to buy a house with somebody. Um, but yeah, so 
housing prices are so high and the average person's uh, credit availability is so low that, yeah, um, millennials, especially early 30s, are teaming up and they will purchase the house together. Uh, it And it's becoming so common that there are even online places that will sell you the documentation so that it makes it easier to file as oh, two, wow. you know, yeah. basically like a prenup for buying a house with your friend. Right. Um, and some other situations they said you should probably think about what happens if one of you wants to move away? What happens? Yeah. Who's going to pay for when the plumber needs to come? That kind of stuff. Um, again, the, the... We know people who did this. We do. That's what I was yeah. going to say. We know people who, that have done this before. And we know a lot of people that have suggested it. Um, and it's kind of depressing. And they said one yeah. one major factor also in why people are teaming up to buy housing is that it's possible because nobody has kids who's our age. Mm. And that makes sense, that which is depressing sense, yeah. again. So anyway, um, uh, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say about that? Yeah. Oh, but the article phrased it as a positive um, as, hey, this is a great way for them to access the market and build wealth. But it's like, I don't want my finances tied up with somebody else's like that. That's weird. So. Yeah. I just, I mean, is that a necessity at this point? Probably. I mean, it's either that or, you know, move in with your family or. Yeah. So. Keep renting. Keep renting forever where you can't build any wealth. Adi. Yes. Cash only. I have two different. Ooh, I have two different points uh, okay. for this cash only segment. First is, if you are going somewhere and you're buying like a pastry in a coffee shop or a slice of pizza, tax should be included if you're paying cash. It's ridiculous paying three seventy six for a a muffin and then getting back. Actually, that's not a bad example. The 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 <laughs> pastry I got I think was three sixteen or something. Yeah. So I gave them four and get back a giant pile of change. <laughs> it's just like, just that's how cash works. Yeah. But it's, if you're running any kind of a shop for your own sake, yeah, just have everything tax inclusive. Cause otherwise then you got to deal with a ton of change. Yeah. A lot of places do, I said, but it is irritating. And it's 16 cents, you know, it's 16 cents. Okay. You're losing 16 cents out of a $3 sale. Yeah. If you round down, just round the other one up. There you go. Done. Make it easy. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, it was a croissant. That's what I got. Why was it so cheap now that I'm thinking about it? <laughs> anyway. Um, I don't know. The other thing I wanted to mention is that I just remembered, and you had, had no idea, that the payphones in the subway system used to be cashless. They were cashless before cashless was a thing because they were just free. You could make a phone call oh. on the subway for free. <laughs> Uh, the way that it worked was you would pick up the receiver and you yeah. would have to listen to like a 30 second ad. Oh, yeah. And then you would get three free minutes of talk time local. However, later, so it started out, especially on the subway, it was just a local call for three minutes for free if you listen to the ad. Eventually, I found pay phones that were unlimited calling across the U.S. Oh, I should say uh, long distance calling across the U.S. up to three minutes if you listen to the ad. So wow. I thought that was very interesting. This is before cell phones, back when long distance was actually a really big thing. And I had yeah. all kinds of phone cards and in order to make phone calls. I don't miss phone cards. I definitely don't, man. Trying to put in a 15 digit pin. Yeah. And then eventually you would just get so fast at it. We still use it at the cabin, actually, now that I'm thinking about <laughs> it. The same exact phone card that I used to use 20 years ago. Um, 
you would get eventually you'd get so fast at it that it was just like beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, 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 <laughs> and then it would make the phone call um yeah so cashless Adi. yes i read the news <laughs> So I have seen multiple, at least three news stories recently in the past two weeks that are trying to frame the workplace or the the life. I'm trying to think how to phrase it. They're trying to create a big clash between millennials and Gen Z right now in the media. Yeah. And they're I've trying to do that. it. They're trying to provoke a, a conflict between the two. Because I guarantee it's because they did such a good job provoking confrontation between boomers and millennials, mm-hmm. making it, it really riled, especially the boomer generation up uh, about these things that millennials killed and are never coming back. Thanks, millennials. And they're doing the exact same thing. Now, there was a news story that was like, I am a millennial uh, business owner and I'm learning to deal with Gen Z's uh, work attitude. And it was basically like. <laughs> how Gen Z comes in and makes fun of your side part and your skinny jeans. And they have completely different ideas of what work a workplace should be like. Um, And you know, that's, it's because you're old, basically. It's really weird. It's weird. Yeah. I'm not into it. Um, Another thing was they had the new uh, dictionary entries announced already this year. And uh, there was one that was an article that was like, I'm a millennial and I don't even understand half of the words that are go- getting put into the dictionary now. And I was like, what? That's weird. What? Yeah, so I looked weird. it up. I looked it up and it was like one of the words that they were like, what does that even mean is the term zero day. And I explained that, yeah, zero day is a computing term that has been around for like at least 35 years. I mean, I know it because it's a hacker. It's a hacker distribution term. Um, so it's not just cause you're a millennial. It doesn't mean that you have to know what every word in the dictionary yeah. means. So and many don't, yeah. that's okay. Um, anyway, yeah, the, they're trying to really stir it up. I, it's something I'm going to keep my eye on. And anytime you see a story that has millennials and Gen Z in the headline, just look at it and see if they're trying to just stir yeah, something up to it. sell, like each other. sell newspapers. Off. Yeah. And that's the other thing is that they're too close in age compared to the boomer millennial thing. Definitely. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't make sense. Poor Gen X is just, you know, passed out in a gutter with zero (laughs) dollars in their pocket. Nobody cares about them. So, Adi. Yeah. So sad. Adi, politics politics are dumb. So we had an election yesterday and Democrats were handed huge losses across the country. Uh, Most notably, um, it was a huge surprise that Curtis Leowa was able to become the mayor of New York City. That's that's a lie. (laughs) But he had the cat. That cat was really cute that he went to the polling booth. He lost in a landslide. He didn't lose a cat at least, right? He'll still have his cat. Not that I'm aware of. Okay, yeah. there were a lot of Curtis Lewa posters in our neighborhood, by the way. Like, basically all yeah. of the Polish businesses had Curtis Lewa. But did they go out to vote? Probably not. Um, probably not. Um, 
but uh, the main race that is uh, catching people's there's two that are, are catching the eyes across the nation right now. One is in New Jersey, where the Dem- it appears that a Democrat lost to like a guy that basically spent like three hundred dollars on his campaign. What? Yeah, um, and then the other one is in Virginia, where uh, they lost the governorship uh, because. Basically, the way that the Democrats ran their entire campaign was this Republican guy is like Trump. And that was the Why whole campaign. Why is that still their strategy? I don't know. And that's the thing is, like, Trump's not in office right now riling people up necessarily. You know what I mean? It's been almost a full year since he was in office. Um, I mean, people don't like him still, but there's not this driving hatred like there was in... Yeah. What year was that? 2020. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... And of course, now that the uh, he was like a real corporate Democrat, didn't make any promises to improve people's lives or anything, just basically was like, I'm not a Trumper. It's not him. Yeah. yeah. And then so they lose. And then immediately enough. the media was out today saying it's the the progressives pushed people too hard and the center, you know, they <laughs> lost it for them. So I, I, I'm not kidding. I saw CNN coverage. I've seen news articles. I've seen tweets. Yeah. A lot of, you know. Twitter is the worst place to look for that because people will say that no matter what happens. Um, anyway, yeah, just terrible. And it's, um, it's again, it goes back to the discrepancy in enthusiasm between the two parties. Like, nobody really wants to vote for the Democrats, but people love the Republican candidates all across the country. So, not great. And they're probably going to lose a bunch of people in Congress, too. You think so? I think so. Yeah. What do you think? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a ways away. Addy. Yes. I have a uh, somewhat related conspiracy theory that I fully believe. So I was at a pinball meet, which we're going to talk more about later because it was such a disaster. Yeah. Uh, I was at a pinball meet and one of the people from the opposing team was in from, I guess he lives in New Jersey, I think. And he was saying, Hey, how's this, you know, how's the city going? And we were like, what are you talking about? And he was like, you know, I, ha- I haven't been in the city in a while. I'm, I heard a lot of stuff, you know, going on over here. And we were like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you know, like with the cops and all this. And we were like, Immediately, two people on our team were like, let me tell you about the police. And we were both commenting that police are basically not doing their job in New York City right now because they're mad about the vaccine mandate. And the real conspiracy theory is that they're just doing a work slowdown right now until de Blasio gets out of office. And then they got one of their boys, even though they wanted Curtis Sliwa, they'll still have one of their guys because Adams was a cop in as mayor or the new mayor. Yeah. So... As soon as he got elected, which was yesterday, I'm going to start monitoring and see if all of these problems that we've been having, including sanitation department not picking up, including cops just not... Uh, in, the main complaint that uh, one of my guys on my t- pinball team had was that cops are just not uh, doing traffic guidance in spots that they traditionally do uh. in Manhattan. Um, so a trip that he normally makes in his work truck in an hour to make a delivery, he said is taking him upwards of three hours just to get across the bridge. So it's a long time. We'll see. I'm going to, I'm going to be monitoring this situation, but I think it's very plausible that the police are just trying to make 
de blasio look bad on the way out of office and then as soon as they as soon as their guy gets in or a guy that they like more gets in they're going to pick it back up and clean up the city a bit oh wow he really you know he really set things straight so i'm interested to hear the results of your we'll we'll have to we'll have to monitor it if you know anything about this give us a call (laughs) (laughs) actually let's do that let's 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 uh let's see if anybody gave us a call this week what do you think no Oh, well, let's... I mean, I want to know. I hope they called us. Let's do the emails first, actually. I forgot that segment. (laughs) Uh, So, emails. Our email address, as always, doubledungeon at hotmail.com. Doubledungeon at hotmail.com. We did not receive any emails. Not Not even spam ones this time. Oh, email us. So... We got one from Duel last time, though, that I saw in there, and I was remembering that. So that was great. That was good. Um, so yeah, give us give us an email. Double Dungeon yeah. at Hotmail Especially if you're um, you know, don't feel that great about calling, email yeah, us. I'll read it. I don't mind. Um, we did get some phone calls though, so let's get to that. I hit the wrong button, but that's <laughs> if you want to give us a call, that's a phone number. Yeah. Uh, let's let's listen to the voicemails. So this week, uh, we received first, actually this, it's almost been a month. Uh, we received a phone call from our very loyal longtime listener who I have to go play trivia with in just a short bit. Uh, Andrea. Hi, Double Dungeon. This is Andrea in North Greenpoint. Long time, long time. Two things. I don't know if you listened to Brian Lair this morning, but at the end of the 10 o'clock hour, around the time that Cory Booker was on, Cory Brooker, for no reason, brought up his veganism, and then I think they continued to talk about vegans and use the word vegan more times than I ever heard at all on the Brian Lair show for the last, like, uh, 20 minutes of the 10 o'clock hour. Uh, it was hilarious. And number two, um, is Curtis Suwall a cat hoarder? I'll take my answer off the air. Thank you. <laughs> She has to take it off the air. We can't talk back to her. Um, uh, yes, he's a cat hoarder. However, they look like they're being very well taken care of because uh, he took one to the that poll. That seems like a fair response. He yeah. took one to the poll yesterday and it was so adorable. It was like in a little red crushed velvet looking blanket <laughs> and a little white cat peeking out. It was very cute. It was cute. Um, he's a jerk otherwise, but yes, that's nice that he has a lot of cats. Um, and then the vegan thing with Cory Booker is hilarious. Um I wonder if that's like a thing that's going to be happening a lot more as politicians being openly vegan, like Cory Booker and uh, Eric Adams is vegan, allegedly, allegedly, even though he had s- salmon in his fridge. That's his son. <laughs> well, it is his son's. What's his son's food doing in his alleged apartment? Um, anyway. Uh, they saw him arrive there like yesterday morning or whatever that story was. I didn't hear that. Oh, okay, look really quick. Yeah, go ahead. All right. I think it was New York Magazine. It just came out like today that they were doing a stakeout to see if Eric Adams would actually show up <laughs> at that apartment. <laughs> and then he showed up at some time in the middle of the night and um, parked his car in the like driveway of a plumbing company like because he couldn't find parking. 
and then he like went inside so they were like darn it he he did actually go there at least <laughs> but then they were waiting around and they said that um that plumbing company like opened for the day for business in the morning and a bunch of their trucks or whatever like couldn't get in because of his car <laughs> and so they had the toe of the car like just enough feet to get it out of the way yeah and that a bunch of traffic was backed up for like a while because of it and that he came out and since he could also not get out because of the backup that was caused by him he ended up driving his car onto the sidewalk until he can get out of the jam this sounds like a real new york incident <laughs> <laughs> it's great <laughs> anyway um <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, we also received a call from Abram. Um, unfortunately, Next mayor. it was a uh, Halloween related call. And this is a little after Halloween. So in oh. your mind, just pretend it's still before Halloween and everything he says is still pertinent. Hi, Double Dungeon. This is Abram. Um, I am calling because, as you know, October is the spookiest and scariest of all months. So I was watching The Blob and... Um, I guess, spoiler alert for anybody who has never seen The Blob, they defeat it by freezing it at the end uh, with CO2 canisters. And um, anyways, the, at the very end of the movie, they get the government to uh, drop the blob off in the Arctic. And the movie ends, and it says the end, and then there's a question mark. I'm sure that they probably did <laughs> sequels or something. I have no clue. I've never looked into it. But um, now that there's global warming going on, and actually Steve McQueen's character says, well, as long as the Arctic stays cold, then I guess we're okay, basically, at the end of the movie. But now with global warming, um, basically, and uh, seeing temperatures rise, does that mean that the blob's going to come back and uh, kill all of us um, small-town folk with our wholesome values? Okay. Anyways, that's it. Actually, I first asked a question, but yeah, tell me what you think. Probably an audio. Ah! <laughs> I don't know what he said. <laughs> yes, I think that The Blob deserves a sequel. Yeah. I think there is a sequel, actually. There it's is a remake as well. Definitely coming back. Yeah, it's totally going to come change. back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How are they going to have to kill it the second time if they can kill it with cold? I don't know. It'll just go down with the rest of us. Planet Blob. I think that's a good oh name. Oh my god. <laughs> Adi. Yes. Um I think we should uh let's uh let's sell out. I got the brains, you got the looks. Let's make lots of money. You got the brain, I got the brains. So uh we had to make a little excursion into Bushwick the other day. And uh we discovered this giant building in the oh, middle yeah. of Bushwick at 123 Melrose Street slash 54 Knoll Street in Bushwick. And it's called Denizen. And Denizen is a giant building in the middle of kind of nowhere. Like, it's yeah, in between train of. lines by about 15 minutes in either direction. But this place is like a fortress that's also like a college campus. It has tons of <laughs> indoor space for activities. It has two lanes of bowling. It has a brewery and a wine brewery, which... Doesn't make sense. That's not a thing. Uh, it has a green market. It has, Theater. It has an... What was it? An ambassador? What do they call it? The concierge? Oh, an experience coordinator. Experience coordinator. Come on. Um, 
it was enormous. The building itself is actually not the ugliest. I'll put it that way. Um, but I think... Pet spa. I think that Denizen... So they're having financial issues. Denizen recently had to get sold for $504 million uh, wow. in a foreclosure auction thing. Um, I think they should hire us to be the Denizen podcasters. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And all we need is one one bedroom apartment. Yeah. Um, and we will we'll go to all your events. We'll have meet and greets. We'll hold live yeah. tapings in the event space. Absolutely. We'll have uh, trivia nights. We'll do all kinds of stuff just yeah, for we'll them. We'll have events. Yeah. You know, talk about them all the time. So Denizen, Brooklyn. Never leave I, the property. I definitely think, you, yeah, it's, it's, again, it's like you would never have to leave. You would never have to leave if you lived there. <laughs> I would probably want to leave. But, uh, but they have like grills and stuff in the roof. Girls? Grills. Oh, grills. Like, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, they do have grills. Okay, yeah. Um, but I think that, uh, yeah, they should definitely, we'll be your official podcasters. We'll help mm-hmm. you really, like, turn the culture of the space around, since mm-hmm. they're apparently having issues filling it out. Um, yeah. Dennis, reach out to us. Uh, give us a call at, uh, no, give us an email at doubledungeon yeah. <laughs> at hotmail.com. So... Uh, but yes, I do think it's worth, if you have no idea what we're talking about, uh, if you just Google Denizen Bush- Bushwick and see this building that takes up an entire city block. Monstrosity, yeah. It's at least one city block, right? It's kind yeah, of a it, really big block, so. It definitely, well, there should they, be some public access if they there, give us, probably is not. If they give us a room, we will also stop calling it a monstrosity. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> It'll be nothing but positive. Adi? <laughs> yes. I have uh, my eye... On somebody that was doing something very specific. So I saw a person. We've done this segment before, which is I saw a person that is a kind of person that I see in the world. We did remember there was a guy that with a big hat and a. A weird jacket. We talked about it previously. Okay. This time, we saw a person together that we both were like, we've met this person before. Do you remember what I'm talking about? No. We were coming back from a Christmas or a Halloween party, and there was yes. a group of young kids yes, on I the need, a I bunch of young New York kids <laughs> got on. It was like what one thirty in the morning, something like that. Probably. Um, and a bunch of New York teenage kids got on, and they were all in Halloween costumes except for one, and. It was a skinny, kind of short, maybe what, 15-ish, 15-year-old, something like that, um, who had a Supreme jacket on, first of all, Supreme being an expensive brand. Um, Maybe that was his costume. I don't know what kind of costume that was, Um, but he was the kind of kid that I very specifically remember from growing up, but you probably remember even more being a New York kid, but I remember people with this personality type, Yeah. and it was like, he's kind of a little... What, what what did I say? He was like Ducky, kind of, from yeah. 16 Candles. Is that the movie that he's in? Whatever. Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink. There you go. A little bit like Ducky, like a little overly quirky, a little overly, I am experienced and worldly. Yeah, yeah. Um, for example, he was describing to one of the other kids, he was like, you know, we've got all these things that we just have to learn over time. And, you know, this isn't me talking. This is what I learned from David Lynch. <laughs> and then, and oh then my gosh. at another point, um, two of the other kids uh, were trying to take a selfie with a film camera 
which is a thing that younger kids are doing now, taking a lot of film photos. Uh, they were trying to take a selfie with the film camera, and he was like, oh, wait, give it, give it. And he grabbed the film camera, and he began <laughs> to say, ah, yes, let's work the mise-en-scene. Ah, yes, yeah. the lighting. And, like, putting his hand up over the... But he kept saying subway. mise-en-scene, mise-en-scene, like, mise-en-scene. As much yeah, as yeah, possible. Yeah. yeah, it was like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, it, was, it was very interesting, and it was a very, yeah. like... Just the kid that is just over the top. Definitely over the top. Maybe yeah. Definitely a time warp. It was funny. Adi. Yes. Let's talk about uh, that Halloween party that we went to. What do you think about that? All right. All right. So this Halloween party was in Bushwick and it started very late at night, which is fine, actually. Um, but we showed up and it was an extremely tiny apartment, right? And it was extremely yeah. hot inside of the apartment. Well, it was two levels, but it was it was hot it downstairs was a lot of too. I went I went downstairs too. It was hot. The yeah. whole thing was hot. Um I was sweating immediately as soon as I walked into the door. Um it was very crowded. Uh we came dressed. We I made a, a Halloween costume very quickly. Yeah. I made a um a little John Deere tractor out of cardboard and I was a John Deere striker and you were a John Deere corporate employee forced to work in the tractor the one that <laughs> yeah. crashed the tractor that we talked about I think last show um, so people didn't necessarily get our costumes but that was at least fine. one person did okay so that was good yeah um, I saw a lot of uh, wig costumes at the party like you like to do for Halloween yeah which is just wear a colorful wig um, and that's it well it's not that I, I like to do that it's just that I am lazy um among the best costumes we saw let's see we saw a uh the beanie babies i liked even though that's very simple they were just animal hoodies basically but then they had a big tie beanie baby tag on the ear so that was kind of good one person on their arm it was great yeah Uh, meanwhile one of the worst costumes we saw was the beanie babes which was (laughs) two guys that showed up wearing beanies and were telling people that they were the beanie babes yeah I hated that at first, and then, of course, later on, I was like, that's great. Um, we also <laughs> saw a guy with a fur hat with rats on it. That was Rat Sputin. Yeah. Someone had to explain that to me. Yeah, that was definitely an explain costume. Um, <laughs> uh, what else was interesting about this party? Oh, they had they had the vegan burgers. So we, like we went to the... Away. We, there was, like, the food area, and there was a quart container that everybody was like, is this chicken soup? What did, did, what did somebody bring to this party? Um, it turns out that somebody had purchased these vegan burgers that was like a tofu patty, breaded and fried in the thickest breading. It was so thick, the the fry on it. And then there was a bag full of those in aluminum foil, so you had no idea what the bag was. Yeah, and then in another bag surprise. covered in aluminum foil was the buns. And then the thing that we thought was chicken soup was like a, a spicy coleslaw that you were supposed to eat on the top of it. Um so that was all very confusing, and I don't, somebody spent a lot of money on that, and then did failed completely at telling people what it was or I wonder that who they could was. eat it. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, or maybe somebody works wherever they got it. That would oh, that maybe. would make sense too. Yeah. Um, and then uh, let's get to the main crux of the party, okay. which was we were standing around and it was kind of crowded, and I saw a very very skinny guy in a ninja costume. And I was looking at him and I was like, something doesn't look right. And I looked at his face and it looked like he basically had two black eyes. They were so dark. His, his, what do you call that part of your under your eye? Whatever. The under your eye part was extremely dark. (laughs) 
And then I was like, oh, and he also looks really, he looked really pasty and a little clammy and just really unhealthy. And I said that. And then later in the night, uh, I looked over and he was like, <laughs> like, you know, like the, the, the tuberculosis cough from some yeah. kind of melodrama, like, <laughs> <laughs> there's no saving me oh my god that's a great description for it yeah that's and exactly i was like how honey was. we gotta get out of here yeah. this place is packed and this guy's very obviously sick showed up to and this he also party he weighed sick. like 70 pounds total you know you could see every bone I don't in his know body why he was at that party yeah so messed up i just he got I, out of there i don't understand why people are like still doing this like everybody knows the the protocols that you should take if you're ill right now yeah and we've had we've had people complaining about a sore throat standing Literally right next to us. Yeah. Before we know what's going on, it's just people are. I, I, we're it's beyond hell, body. <laughs> um. Anyway, the Christmas or the Halloween party was very fun. Yeah, Other you got on the roof. Yeah, I we did went not, on the roof because I quick. wasn't into that the was ladder not, situation. That was like one of the. I mean, I've been on a lot of roofs, but that was like one of the more difficult ones to get up because the ladder was so at the very top. The ladder basically was like in the wall. You couldn't even really grab onto the rungs. So, Danger zone. Yeah, I, it was kind of a bad idea, but it was fun and it was very cold up there, which was nice because the apartment was so hot. Yeah. Um, Adi. Yes. Everybody is stupid, but me. Boom, So I was talking, with, I think it was with Andrea, actually, about something that someone else was talking about, which is when they were a kid, they thought that they were adopted uh-huh. and they were trying to figure out if that was true or not when they were a little kid. And I asked Andrea if she had ever thought that and she said no. But then I asked other people and they said, yeah, I thought I was adopted at some point in time. Yes, I thought I was adopted. Did you ever yeah. think you were adopted? I never thought I was adopted, but I thought I should at least explore it because, you know, you read all the books. Yeah. I was reading like all the books in the library and there are at least a few where someone's adopted. Um, I never had that issue of thinking that you were adopted because number one, why would my parents have adopted six kids that all look the same? And number two, how would they it's have match? How would they have found six kids? Well, actually, Miguel kind of didn't look exactly the same as Russell. <laughs> but how would they have found five kids that look exactly like my dad? You know what I mean? They uh, had to work really hard. <laughs> so I never, I never once thought I was the adopted one. Yeah. Although Abram thought he was adopted because Izzy convinced him. Which that's a. I think we've already talked about that it's story. Terrible. <laughs> how do you do that to someone? Because it's um, funny. Um, but yeah, so I, if you thought you were adopted, uh, please give us a call and explain why you thought you were adopted. Because <laughs> I think most people look enough like their parents. So, Adi. Yes. Um, I have a story about something we did. Well, actually, I just did it. Uh, with our friend. A friend's a friend who knows what being a friend is. Talking with a friend. As friends, we were always so close, but so far away. So, what was that, last Sunday? Sunday before last, I should say. Uh, we received a text message at like 10 a.m. saying, hey, do you want to go to John Oliver's show? What is it called? Last Week Tonight? I think that's I right. Think? Yeah, with John Oliver. And I was like, I mean, not really. I don't really watch that show, and I don't <laughs> think it's all that great. But uh, I was like, if you, if nobody else can go, I guess I can go with you. Um, and apparently he and our friend Alan, who wrote us, had uh, invited a whole bunch of people, and nobody could go. And who sometimes listens to our show. He's, oh, yeah, he does on occasion. Yeah. You're right. Um, and so uh, 
anyway, so I was like, yeah, I mean, if, if you want to go, we can go. Uh, so we ended up meeting up. Uh, we drove over there because it was like very short notice. And apparently you have to apply each week every like oh, really? Saturday night. Yeah. Um, so wow. this is the first time he had ever gotten picked. He got an email that was like, we need all this information. We need proof of vaccination. We need everybody in, in the party's names, yeah. telephone numbers, whatever. And then uh, it, there was like a big long form he had to fill out too. And then the last question was, you have to swear that you've never been to this show before. Really? The John Oliver show. Yeah. So we did all that. Um, That's got, funny. It, we were supposed to be there at like 2.15 or something, I think. Uh, so we he, he ended up driving. On the way over to his car in order to drive us over there, this is a separate incident, there was a crazy lady running around the neighborhood, literally like sprinting, doing the like yeah. on drugs kind of motions. And she like slammed into a guy and the guy was like, watch out. And she was like, ah! like screaming at him. Yikes. And then she started kicking somebody's front door. This is a lady. Oh, that, wow. She looked like, I mean, she was relatively fit, but she looked like she was maybe like 32, maybe. Yeah. Having a freak, having a Sunday. He'll put it that way. Yeah. Um, and then she walked over to Alan's wife and was like, hey, I found this. Do you want this? And it was one of those like ceramic rollers for your face. I don't even know what those I are for. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. It's like, it looks like a roller bead on a handle. And I don't know exactly what they're for, but I've yeah. seen them before. Oh, okay. Um, uh, and and his wife thought it was like a crack pipe or something, which <laughs> makes total sense yeah. with the scenario that was happening. And I guess she like chucked it at her back when she walked by her. So then we all get in the car, and then she runs over to the car and puts her hands on the hood and what? acts like she's holding the car in place. And we were like, "That's nuts! Go away!" <laughs> and then finally, so what happened was uh, she like started to walk around to the other side, and Alan just like floored it and drove us yeah, down to the yeah. end of the block. Yikes! And then we all got our seatbelts on, and I looked back, and she was just sprinting under the BQE, like doing the cr- <laughs> off to cause more mischief. Oh my gosh! So that all happened. That's and then no we, we had to drive over into Manhattan, which took a long time. There was a ton of traffic. Um, and then we get to the show and we go to get online. And then they're they're like, okay, we need everybody's vaccination stuff. Okay, everybody, you have to take a new mask as well. Everybody had to take a new like burgundy colored mask yeah. so that they knew everybody had the up to the standards mask. Uh, and then they took us all in and we had to line up and we had to get all of our stuff searched, which I don't remember having to have ever for a showing before go through a metal detector and all that. I had to um, do that for Jimmy Fallon or whatever years and years ago. Um, yeah. And then we stand in line again, and then we can use a bathroom for the last time, which I was like, I don't even need to use a bathroom, but I better try, because uh, who knows when the next time is is going to be, uh, which was a good thing, because so they finally got us into the studio. They gave us front row seats, which was nice, kind of off to the side, but front row. That's nice. And then we had to wait. I'm not kidding. I think we waited for like an hour and a half at least before anything happened. Uh, I guess there was some legal language that they had to change in the show. Last minute rewrites. Oh. So then they come out and John Oliver takes a few questions. It was fine, whatever. And then they do the show. There's like three times where they had, they, he messed up and they had to go back and start it over again. Um, oh, interesting. Um, And then it's done and he's like, all right, thanks guys. Hope to see you again here soon. Wait, and I was what? like, wait a minute. You yeah. just, we're not allowed to come back. So, <laughs> um, that's yeah, really fine. It was it was fine. The show was mostly about uh, Taiwan, but it was also about the NYPD vaccination stuff, and so it was, you know. So it was, wow, like if fine. I ever wanted to go, I can't go with you. You're yeah, banned. you have to you have to go with somebody else. I'm banned. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was fine. It was a thing to do. Um, but it was it was nice hanging out with them. Um, yeah.
That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what's next? Uh, Ari? <laughs> yes. I have a thing that would glitch that I completely forgot about. We were talking with Andrea again the other day about a DVD player that somebody used to have that was a Divix brand DVD player, um, which is a DVD technology that is kind of it's kind of too long to get into right now. But the point is, it reminded me that there was another DVD technology that I always thought was really hilarious and interesting that yeah. no longer exists. That was rentals. You could go to a truck stop and rent a DVD of a new movie out for rental and it came in a plastic sealed container and so you would take that dvd and you would cut it open with scissors and from that point you had like 48 hours to watch the dvd before it became unwatchable and the way that it worked is the dvd would actually oxidize over the course of 48 hours and eventually the surface would become opaque to the point that it wouldn't play in dvd players anymore that's pretty cool I thought that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. So they were, it was slightly more expensive than a regular rental because it would be newer movies, but yeah, they could, they knew that they had copyright protection built in because yeah. you just wouldn't be able to play it after a certain just number of days. Just physically with the disc. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. I forgot about that. I wonder what it was called. I forgot to look that up. Adi. Yes. I oh. have a story <laughs> that you didn't know about, about how to get up to no good. And this is a hot tip for how to get up to no good. If anybody wants to. Do something bad. So when you were younger and you would go to a show and your friend wouldn't have any money to get into the show, but they wanted to get in too, what you would do is whoever went in would get the stamp on the wrist and then they would take their ticket and be like, oh, I'll be right back. I have to run down the block or whatever. And your friend would be over there. And then what you would do is you have that wrist stamp that proves that you paid. So what you would do is you'd lick your wrist and then you would <laughs> press it against your friend's wrist and you would like wiggle the skin back and forth. You see what I'm doing there? Yeah. And you would hope that it was a water-based transfer ink. The ink pads tend to be water-based, like, uh-huh. you know, the ones where they use a little stamp. Yeah. But if it was just a Sharpie, you were kind of... Sometimes people would actually have Sharpies and try and copy the shape of the other thing. Oh, that's funny, really? Yeah. But if it was a water-based ink uh, stamp that a lot of places do, it would actually transfer half of it over onto your friend's wrist. Yeah. And then they could sneak in later for free. So, hot tip. Yeah. I asked Miguel. I verified that Miguel knew it, and Miguel said, absolutely, he has done (laughs) that before. So, Adi, I have an extremely disgusting, gross story time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was trying to figure out. That's the one that I tried to try. And that's what reminded me is that you had the stamp, yes. Um, so we went, like we were just saying, you were at a show, a music show, at a uh, venue that I have never been to in Bushwick, yeah, which is how we found the Denizen, which should sponsor us again. Oh, right. Uh, so you got out of the show, and they had DJs and dancing. And I was like, hey, this is actually a pretty, co- pretty comfortable scene here. So I wrote our friend Rick who sometimes listens, again, not always, um, 
And he was like, I'll be right there, which I, I was surprised by because we were kind of in the middle of nowhere. Friendship. And he did show up and he showed up with some people and they hung it out. It was great. And then he called even more people over and we had a, you know, it was a Halloween Eve hangout and it was a lot of fun. Uh, however, at one point, uh, the bathroom ran out of toilet paper. So I had to alert them to that and get it refilled. Uh, somebody got caught in the bathrooms at one point and I had to free them because the bathroom latches or something were messing up. The door was oh, like coming off of that. its hinge. Wait, you had to free someone too? No, 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 you did. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I I honestly believe that this happened multiple times yeah, yeah, yeah. because of the door. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the worst. <laughs> oh, and then remember I had to take Stuff. back. I ordered you a cider and we tasted it and it tasted like burnt oh, soap. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I was pretending that I didn't think for it sure so that it was off. bad. It, it was, was so, so clearly. Off. Yeah, that was, so that that was gross. I'm sorry I had you sip it. <laughs> yeah. And then. Um, it smelled bad. The real gross story of the night yeah was that i went to the bathroom at one point <laughs> and rather than trying to touch the toilet seat with your hand it's usually a good idea to use your shoe to flip it up uh, although a lot of people don't and they just pee all over the seat which works into this story which is i tried to flip the toilet seat up however i flipped it up a little too fast and i got sprayed all over my face <laughs> so, i'm sorry I, I'm i ran i ran immediately to the sink <laughs> and i was like ah like washing my mouth out washing my face off so gross it was disgusting it was absolutely <laughs> disgusting so i don't it's, uh, i i feel like I, it makes Terrible. me mad that if everybody lifted the seat this would not be an issue but so many people don't and so and also you know a bunch of drunk people yeah i guess that's true Adi. gross Yes. Um, I, speaking of working, I have a story about you at work. All night, all night party. I just want to relate to the listener audience that uh-huh. Adi's job, her night job, uh, okay. now involves <laughs> MMA fighting. No, it doesn't. (laughs) No. You don't have to tell the whole story, but I think we should log some of the story just because it was so ridiculous. Did it involve MMA? Okay. Well, basically, you need to know how to fight now. Oh, yeah. That was bad. (laughs) I don't even know where to start. Um, There was a a family bowling. Yeah. There was a couple with with one of, you know, one of of their mom, (laughs) their their mom, um, who was a little older, obviously, being a mom um bowling and then uh the mom got really drunk and at one point went to the bathroom with her um daughter-in-law um yeah the couple's married okay and and as they were coming back they were gonna get back up on the stairs and i went over and was like hey like (laughs) what did i i think i literally said i don't know if you're gonna make it up the stairs (laughs) 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 <laughs> and then they immediately agreed with me is i think you know they both realized that she was pretty drunk she's pretty wobbly they went over to sit down and i went upstairs back to the lane to tell the guy that um i think i said the pretty just saying there i was like they're not gonna make it back up here <laughs> <laughs> and he was like they're not and then they basically they're very understanding super nice about it um stopped bowling to go down and uh you know agree that you know they were done they were done with that awesome totally fine 
Um, and I walked away because I thought everyone was happy. <laughs> but apparently, apparently the mom started throwing up from her seat at the bar. And at some point, I missed this. One of our other bar regulars, like, either said something about it or, like, was laughing at them or in some gave some indication, you know, like, paying attention that they should not have... I guess. You know, like, you know, don't comment on someone else's mom throwing up. But I don't know. I don't know what happened. Anyway, I, <laughs> one of my staffers said to me, like, oh, there's, like, a situation. I went out and, um, you know, the younger, like, the mom was drunk. She had vomited. She was sitting. She was very nice the whole time. You know, she kept every now and then saying, you know, like, you know, these things happen. And it was, it was something like that. She was very nice. But the the other two, I don't know, they wanted to fight. Like, I, when I came out, like, she had thrown her beer in the other guy's face and, uh, you know, kept gesturing as if she was going to throw it. And then I thought she was going to throw it, but she never did. And it was kind of like, you know, like, are you going to throw it or, or not? Um, <laughs> no, I didn't want her to. But then, yeah, then she wanted to fight the two regulars who should have minded their own business. And then me and... Uh, you know, my bartender and, you know, anyone else who was there. And there's no calming her down. And then, of course, her husband was also, like, angry. And they're just wanting to fight. She's lunging at people. And she took off her boots so that she could, like, either, like, hit someone with them or, like, fight better without them. I'm not really <laughs> sure. You know, like, cursing, crazy. And, and, oh, and she, like, you know, like, she, like, reached around me so that she could you know spit on the guy and i was like wow um meanwhile the guy the her husband the whole time is wearing like what seems like a christmas sweater which i thought was like very like cute and it was sad that there was a fight breaking out with his cute like you know christmas sweater with like a reindeer or beavers i'm not sure what animal was i was a little distracted um and then just trying to get her out she was like gripping the doorway with you know her hands and feet and couldn't couldn't do anything about it. it was nuts it was really bad. And then the cops She's had to come. Trying to feed everyone. Yeah, fight everyone. Yeah, yeah. The cops had to come, and and even and it was really terrible because I was trying to close the door, close the gate, um, which is, you know, automatic once you press the button. And I had walked away a few feet, and she started like, you know, she got out of the of the cops' grip and started running towards running towards the door when the gate was coming down. So I had a mild heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, like, one one of the cops, like, ran and, and, like, basically got a hold of her again while I was, like, trying to stop the gate because I was very uh, stressful. And then you all ran out the back door. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had, like, <laughs> lost track of some of the details because I was, like, I can't believe it's even happening. It's really, like, you know, the mom was so nice. She didn't understand what's happening. Well, um, I'm, I don't I'm know. It's over. One, the one guy even had this, like, whole, like, cartoon like villain speech moment where like we were like hey the cops are coming you better go like you know we told you to go and he just like stopped and just wanted to talk about how terrible we were and how like great he is and blah 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 and i was like haven't you seen any of these movies <laughs> this never works out if you're like making the whole speech something's gonna happen to you yeah. and yeah it, it seemed it would have been comical if it wasn't actually involving me or endangering anyone well, I'm glad it's over. Me too. Yeah, it was terrible. Wasn't into it. Adi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a recipe. Oh, 
I'm sorry I made you walk through all that. I can see in your face you're still processing the trauma. Just don't, like... I don't know. It's <laughs> weird. He had moments of clarity. I don't know why he didn't follow his instincts. So I made us a big steak sandwich again, and I gave you some yesterday. Delicious. So this time I did it different. So what you do is you get a big Italian loaf, cut it in half, hollow it out, and then I uh, made a spread that was sour cream, Dijon, pepper, a lot of seasonings, and a bit of mayonnaise just to thin it out. And then I spread that all over both sides. We actually have half of that that we can use as like a dip. Um, spread it all over the inside of the both sides of the loaf. And then I cooked, I bought a sirloin steak, cooked it to real rare, nice and rare, sliced it all super thin, and then you layer it on the inside in different patterns so that it doesn't all just slide out the side. And then you wrap it in saran wrap and press it under a cookie sheet with a big heavy cast iron skillet on the top. And it came out very good. I was very pleased with Tasty. this one. Um, I bought some kale as well. Um, and then really well. Uh, for dinner tonight, I'm going to make a sausage soup. I have been finding at the grocery store. I don't know why, but they're trying to upscale a little bit or get, go a little upscale. So they've been buying kind of a more expensive brands of sausages and stuff. Uh, and then nobody buys them. And then they have to get rid of them the day of expiration. Uh, for like two dollars so i've been buying those and then freezing them and so i'm gonna make some chicken sausage soup for dinner which that sounds great we had the chicken sausage it was good it's very like heavily spiced but it actually tastes good um so that's fan. what we're gonna have we're gonna have that with kale i really liked it and maybe some beans or potatoes i don't know which starch but something so we'll have that does that sound good yes um speaking of kale i'm gonna tell a story that i may have told before but i was thinking about it again about Something that happened with Papa. I was thinking about it because I've been eating a lot of kale. I'm not sure why out and about at various places. And every time that I've done it recently, they forget to wash the kale properly. So it's got grit in it. And I've probably told this story before, but Papa had bad teeth. So I remember even as a kid, he would be like, don't chew your food like that. You got to mush it gently with your teeth. He was like, you'll thank me when you're older. And now every time I eat and I find a bit of, of something in a kale, I'm like, oh man, thanks, Papa. Yeah. Save me from breaking a tooth on that. Seriously. There was a huge chunk in, in a kale salad I got recently. It's it's I don't understand what the issue is. It's not like kale has changed. Kale farming methods are the same as they've always been, I'm sure. So just make sure you wash Stay. your kale. Yeah. The best way that to do it, because we've been eating a lot of kale. And I wash it properly. Uh, the best way to do it is I get the biggest bowl I ha we have out and you fill it with cold water and you put each piece of kale in and shake it around and really like manipulate it. And then I put it in our, our drain rack. I clean that all off and then put it up there to dry. And then you dump out the water and you do it again and you do it three times just to make sure all of the sand is out. So, yeah. Anyway. You're Adi. a pro. Yeah. Adi. Yes. Hey, guess what? What? We've actually got some junk, some new junk to talk about. <laughs> I found actually stuff that I wanted to keep on the street, which is not <laughs> common true. right now. So first thing that I found was we found a fire extinguisher enamel printed sign, like a oh, warning yeah. sign. 
that looks like, I don't know, where did it come from? Like maybe from the 70s? I'm not sure exactly when it was printed, but it's got a neat little picture and the font is neat and it's like meant to stand out off of the wall. So I think that's great. Um, definitely an interesting find. Um, we also, I found Super Monkey Ball for the PS2, which is great uh, with no cover, unfortunately, but it has the manual. And then uh, we found, I found two chairs, which... Again, we're trying not to pick up furniture right now, but this furniture was so weird and interesting that I had to pick it up. So the first thing I found was I found outside of a condo building on the way to Trivia, an Aaron chair. Aaron is a Herman Miller office chair. It's probably the most famous office chair of any time since the 90s. And uh, this one was being thrown out. And I immediately saw that the reason it was being thrown out is that the gas cylinder, which is the part that raises and lowers it, was dead. So I went on eBay and I bought a new gas cylinder. No, not eBay. I I went to a website and bought $35 replacement part. And it came with all the tools I needed to get it out. That's great. And then put in the new gas cylinder. And now we have a fully functional Aeron chair, like a $600 chair that I paid $35 for. You can tell it's way more comfortable. I can can feel sitting in this chair, like my lower back was kind of hurting earlier today. I can feel sitting in this chair that my posture and lumbar support are all a lot better. Um, and then the second chair we found is one that you've been having a ton of fun with. I which, love it. Which is <laughs> Steelcase is the brand. It's a fairly well-known chair brand. And it's Steelcase buoy chair. Like buoy, like a like the thing you throw out in the ocean yeah. and it floats. And what it is, is it's like a... I, at first, I thought it was a cat box. That somebody was throwing out a really <laughs> fancy cat box. Because it has like a, a little handle area like our cat box has. So I went over to it and I was like, what is this thing? And I realized that the, the thing that I thought was a handle is actually a lever to lift and raise and lower it with a gas cylinder, just like the Aeron chair. And so it's a it's kind of a round stool that can raise and lower, but the bottom is slightly convex. So what do they call it? Active sitting? I guess so. Yeah. So it's like meant for core, uh, making sure your core receives some workout while you're sitting. Um and you like it, apparently. So it's tons of fun. I think it's kind of cool. It's a little big, like it's a, it's. Right now, and then I think I'm gonna fall off the chair. That's good. That's it's <laughs> muscle confusion. That's that's how you build yeah. muscle. <laughs> so I'm glad I'm glad you have a chair. I'm I'm glad both of these chairs are you know useful. Yeah. So, Adi. Yes. Let's talk about something involving you. scared you look scared because you look crazy (laughs) i just wanted to discuss uh our recent milk (laughs) purchase (laughs) and uh, okay so i went to the grocery store yesterday and i bought a half gallon of milk yeah and we have like four ounces of milk left okay well we had oatmeal right okay but did we have oatmeal yesterday we didn't we did but it was after i or it was before I went to the grocery oh, store and okay, bought a new milk. Mind. So I had probably like two cups of coffee yesterday, uh-huh. two cups of coffee today uh-huh. with milk. With milk, like and, latte style. And cereal yesterday and cereal today. And now we have no more milk. I have to go buy more milk. I'm just saying, you're like <laughs> 90% milk, I think. I guess, yeah, because then you put cheese on stuff and um, it's just, you know, all, I bet you have all dairy, I guess. Great bones, right? 
I don't think so. And I'm, I de- I'm just putting it out there. I definitely was not involved in the consumption of any of this milk that I just bought yesterday. I don't think I've had any milk in the past 24 hours. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know. <laughs> oh, I was involved because I made the coffee. So <laughs> I'm just saying, I, you know, if you have an addiction Watch and you need intake. to, if you need help, we'll we'll find you the help that you need to. Coconut milk. Co- coconut milk. Adi. <laughs> Yeah. I have a recommendation. (laughs) My recommendation don't be a difficult person to help. That's a fair recommendation. This has come up a few times in the past couple weeks. Where I've tried to help somebody, and then they just keep wanting more and more and more help. And it becomes it becomes a thing where I'm like, I never want to help you again. I'm done helping you with this. Uh, a good example of this is tech support topics. For example, Papa would have his crazy weirdo setup on his laptop, and he would get like a virus somehow. And so then I would go in, and I would just delete the virus and make sure his antivirus was up to date. Yeah. And then for the next... Three months, anytime there was any computer issue, he would blame it on me having helped oh, him no. get rid of this virus. Um, so just, just if somebody helps you with something, just know at what point to stop asking them for further help on or, the subject. Or blaming them. Or blaming them, yeah. Or <laughs> blaming them if they tried to help you. So uh, it's the it's the same as that if you give a mouse a cookie. Yeah. Where they just keep going and keep going. And it's like nobody wants to help those kind of people. So, Adi. Yes. I have a follow-up to something that we have talked about before. So we had Pinball League night on Monday, and it took place at a bar called Kettle of Fish that, first of all, it's Pinball League. This place only has two machines... Both of which are not anybody's favorite machines. Um, so I show up. This uh, It's in the West Village. I show up. It's a very small, very poorly designed and laid out place as somebody that kind of has an inkling of how things should work. Uh, everything was super expensive and just like cheap cans were expensive there. Uh, one of the pinball machines was not working correctly. So we were playing against the team that the commissioner of the league is on. And so I was like, we were all saying, you know, can we just switch locations? This, we, we don't want to play on just one machine the entire yeah. night. There's 16 games that have to take place. We're going to be here all night. It's miserable. Yeah. And they were like, well, you know, if, it's up to you guys if you want to do that. And we were like, yes, we want to do that. And they were like, well, actually, you know, one of the guys lives around the corner. We kind of can't you know, we can't all just pick up and leave and move. And we were like, why did you even give why us the option? Yeah. And so then as soon as it became clear that we, we were going to have to stay there, we were like, forget it. You know what? We want to get out of here at a reasonable time. We're going to play on the broken machine. We don't care. And so we played on the broken machine and we did extremely poorly. But I don't think anybody on the team particularly cared, including me. Um, so I'm very sad. It was just it sounds a, like such a bummer. It was, not, it was just not fun. And that's the thing is like every other match, even if we lose, it has been at least fun. Yeah. And this was just like just pulling canceled. teeth. I wish they had just canceled or rescheduled. Yeah. So. It doesn't make any sense that you're expected to have that many games on a one machine. Yeah. 
Just well, they do or have other locations. Location. That's the thing is they have other locations that only have one machine, and they have tournament nights there. But it's because they're holdovers from when the mach- the the league was new. Yeah. And it was before pinball kind of started taking off again about ten years ago. So. Oh yeah. It's annoying. It's annoying. And it was again. It was just like not fun. Like it's what are we? Fair. What are we yeah. here for? If this is not going to be fun. Adi. Yes. I have a thought that doesn't fit anywhere else. <laughs> that thought is we have seen so many people so so many people in the past month wearing club deuce apparel club deuce being a kind of a divey bar in miami and we went down there to visit your friend in may yeah i think it was and we stopped by because it's kind of the only thing in that area that's not completely cheesy. But man, we have seen so many people with apparel from this place. And I think I figured out why. I think that everybody, because travel, international travel is closed off, everybody's flying down to Miami, buying the apparel, and then bringing it back to Brooklyn and wearing it. And that's the thing is like everybody we know is kind of doing the exact same thing yeah. just over the span of the last six months. So it makes I feel like sense. I have heard a lot of people who are like, oh, I'm going to Miami at this time. This yeah. Time. Yeah. But I keep like I keep seeing people that are out and about with stuff on. So it's just funny. They're, they must be killing it on on, on selling merch. their, yeah, their yeah. merch. Adi. Yes. I want to know. I have a, a real question. So these people in our neighborhood that we see out in front of their house and then they catch a cab three blocks over (laughs) to go to the place that's right next door to us what how come they're taking a cab three blocks they think it's far i don't know i don't know it's really weird there's one avenue boss but i it's like it's been multiple times now that i see them doing that so it's Un- one avenue block and then like three very short blocks to get across. I mean, I, I guess, but it's just weird. The whole thing is weird. Yeah, that's not... So it's a no, mystery. they don't live far. It's a mystery and I'm going to investigate. Maybe we could just ask them. They're very friendly. I don't know if they'd be friendly if you're like, hey, why are you taking a car here? Oh, that's true. We'll, figure, <laughs> we'll have to look into it. Adi. <laughs> Wait, the thing to do is to get invited on the ride that's the three blocks oh you're right oh wait yeah because we do live right next door to where they're going and we can just be like hey we pass by like oh yeah you want to ride of course howdy (laughs) everybody is stupid including me this is more pinball league talk but so I went the other day to play. There's a new machine out called Godzilla. It's a stern Godzilla machine, and it's actually kind of fun. Uh, and I went to go play it the other night. This is like two weeks ago. And uh, so I go, and I'm waiting, and there's a guy that is playing Godzilla, and he was on there for like 45 minutes. And I was like, oh, man, this machine had just come out, so everybody wanted to play it. And I was waiting, waiting, waiting. And eventually um, that guy, Travis, I believe is his name that we know, uh, showed up and we were talking. We know him from around the neighborhood. And we were talking and waiting for the, the machine to open up. Finally, it opened up. So then we got on, and the guy that was playing went off. He came back like five minutes later after the first game, and he was like, 
hey, can I join in? And we're like, yeah, sure, man. Come on, you know, let's play three player. And the the guy that had been playing looked at me and he was like, you know, I'm on your pinball league team, right? Oh. <laughs> and I was like, uh, <laughs> no, because he had only gone to one match, but I com- I completely forgot his face. So uh, it turns out that he, uh, I guess, recently had a kid, so he's not able to play pinball a lot. But yeah. I felt very stupid for not recognizing this guy that is on my team. pinball team. Yeah. <laughs> so, Adi. Yes. What are you looking forward to? You gotta do what? I gotta believe. So, some type of sour that we had on draft last week. I would like to have that as my shift drink on Thursday if it's still there. Ooh. That's what I'm looking forward to. I can't think of the name of it. I am looking forward to. I had a phone call with my grandma earlier, and she was describing that they had a a blow mold nativity scene. So like, you know, the lights out front of your house that are made of plastic. Uh, They had a nativity scene and someone last year stole their camel. And this is a vintage nativity scene that, I mean, when they were new, they were like 60 bucks each piece. And this is in the eighties when they bought them. Um, And somebody stole their camel and she was describing that. Well, now we can't put out the nativity scene because people will steal it. Every time I think about the camel, she's like, I wish I could find another one. When I think about it, I just get so sad. Gosh, and I was like, what? Is so sad. <laughs> so I yeah. immediately came home and I was like, I'm getting you one of these. And it was very, I mean, it was kind of pricey, but I was still just like, this yeah. could be her Christmas present. She'll know how much it's worth because they were talking about how expensive they are. Yeah. And it's like, That's sheesh. a good gift. Yeah. So I'm glad. And so it should be arriving next week. So I'm very excited. I'm hoping that somebody can go out and help them put up the display, maybe in like a window or in the back room or something yeah, where they can safer. look at it and it's not going to get stolen in the backyard. They should put it in the backyard. Definitely. That sounds good. Maybe I'll suggest that. Like they could even put it in the backyard in a place that the other neighbors can see it. So anyway, um, I'm very excited for that. So Adi. Yes. I think we should get out of here. What do you think? Okay. People should remember they have to call their mom.